Hey everybody and welcome to Mark's Music Collection. Uh jeez. Oh man. You can tell I've been drinking. <laughs> uh no, I actually have the the house to myself. Uh uh but this is Mark's movie collection and this is maybe the mid-season update. And it sounds different. I'm in a different place. I'm I'm sitting on a couch. I have a TV in front of me. I'm not I'm not trying to watch a, a movie on a computer right now or anything. Um and I'm just trying it out, trying it out to see how it feels. Uh, I don't know how it sounds, so we'll find out about that too. Different microphone. Uh, I have many microphones. Like I said, I, I like gear. I like gear. You know, Squee and PJ. You know, I like gear. If you, if you watch Saturday Night Live. Uh, but I also like beer, and I'm also drinking a beer. I'm also drinking a beer that uh, I've had many times before, but that I do like quite a bit. And it is the uh, North Coast Old Rasputin, which is a Russian Imperial Stout. And, um, <clears throat> crutch word, crutch word, crutch word. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm going to kind of summarize the movie collection right now. I, I really think that, you know, people are kind of digging it. I'm digging it. I love actually going back and watching these movies that I've mostly seen before uh, because I've been kind of picking them not randomly. And, uh, so going back and watching these movies that I've seen before with a more academic viewpoint, maybe more critical eyes, very entertaining to me. Very entertaining. Uh, there were some revelations about the world when that movie came out, about myself when that movie came out and things like that um, that were interesting. And seeing it through the lens of, of you know, well, 2019 now, right? Seeing it through the lens of 2018, 2019, it, it is fascinating but i just i love i love movies and i love the craft ultimately uh movies fascinate me because at no point growing up did i ever think that they filmed just one side of a conversation and then turn around new setup and film the other side it always feels so consistent um I think that we have, as viewers have been conditioned to to believe these things. And it's amazing to see how these craftsmen, these craftspeople, I should say, these masters of their craft have used our expectations, not against us, but for us, to make the thing that we are, are, are watching just way better. And there's tricks with sound and things like that. And I mean, I don't know if I want to get into top threes or anything like that or top fives uh I, I could probably do top three off the cuff um but using sound and, and things like that really make um the movie watching experience so rich and you can deal with bad picture but you can't deal with bad sound so that's why i have all these microphones and all this random bs cluttering up my life because i can't deal with bad sound so, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'm going to jump into my, my top three list. Uh, I have solidified my top three movie list. And this is this is not anything new. And it, it's it's been years in the making, and it's been already set for several years. So number three is going to be a very famous filmmaker's freshman foray into feature films. And it is going to be 2006's Brick written and directed by Ryan Johnson. 
and I genuinely think that Brick is is a masterwork in independent film. It uses all of our expectations against us, but it, it uses them for us as well because of that whole other layer of expectations that is the genre of the film and, and things like that. And it's really a completely fantastic movie, and I will talk about it next episode. Decided. Next episode, Brick. I'm, I'm actually going to do three, two, one. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do three, two, and one. I'm going to do them all this week because I have the time and the availabil availability. That's a hard word for me to say. Availability. That didn't come out too good, but I'll take it. So I'm going to do three, two, one. So next episode, I'm going to do Brick. After that, coming in at hot number two. And this is a movie that as of the past couple of years, I've been seeing I've been seeing as being mentioned more and more. But I actually bought this DVD in the early 2000s, um, specifically only because the movie theater poster was so mysterious to me that I had to know what was in the case. And this movie is uh, John Frankenheimer's uh, Ronin. I believe it was a 1998 film, maybe a 99 film, starring Robert De Niro, uh, Natasha McElhon, Jean Reno, and what a wonderful movie that is. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård, Jonathan Price, Sean Bean, even. What a wonderful movie that is. And there is subtext, and there is style, and there is so much to it so much happening in there all the time that I really, really love. And that's, that's my number two best. One of the, some of the best car chases also just as an aside, it, it ultimately is an action movie, but it is almost a thinking man's action movie. And it's not Jason Bourne. It's not born also born supremacy, which is ostensibly maybe the better of the five, um, Jason Bourne movies, but, it is a thinking man's action movie, and I love it to death. So that's my number two, Ronin. And uh, my number one favorite movie uh, came out, I believe, in 1974. And I'm going to hate myself if I get this wrong, so I'm actually going to get this phone out of my pocket and look it up. So bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Hold on, it's coming up. 1973. Okay. Mistake on my part. But hey, at least I took the effort to check. I'll check Ronin as well. I want to say Ronin was 98, but... nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, I was good on Ronin. All right. So this 1973 film, also by a very famous filmmaker. Uh, interestingly enough, um, his fate has intertwined with the fate of my number three movie movies writer director indelibly in uh star wars the last jedi and my number one favorite movie is american graffiti uh directed by george lucas i believe it was written by a few people jonathan katz uh probably in there starring ron howard harrison well starring ron howard paul lamont cindy williams candy clark Richard Dreyfus, Mackenzie Phillips, and cameo by Harrison Ford, who was the uh, carpenter of the stars, as far as I understand, uh, understood that. 
Um, but yeah, American Graffiti is my favorite movie. It's been my favorite movie since I kind of categorized, like since I really thought about movies and that's going to be a really good episode. So I think I'm actually going to cut the season short and I'm just going to do my top three films and that'll be the end of season one. And then I'll, I'll figure out the logistics. Uh, Jonathan Katz also, that's the psychologist cartoon guy. Gloria Katz was the writer on American Graffiti and uh, Willard Hoyk. Uh, George Lucas uh, notoriously was editing this movie by night, filming by day and not sleeping. Marsha Lucas and Verna Fields are credited as editing and Marsha Lucas in general is credited for saving Star Wars. So that, that might be an interesting discussion. I'm gonna have to go deep on that one. That's my number one film, right? I've seen the featurettes and all that stuff, but I have to, I'm gonna have to jump in there again and, and just, just really make sure I get it appropriately because I can't, I can't just sleep on this one. So yeah, this is the, the mid season update. Um, I might need a week or two of break in there just to kind of get things in order, but I'm really going to try to handle these three right here and call it the end of season one. Oh, wait, no, actually, um, I'm going to have, I think maybe two after those. Um, and I think I'm going to do a uh, Spider-Man three because I actually have that DVD in front of me. And St. Elmo's Fire, because it's opposite in the in the little container. There's kind of, it's a sleeve from the flight case, and it's double-sided. And it's Spider-Man 3 and St. Elmo's Fire. And I know it's another Spider-Man. Well, it's not really. Darkman was maybe another Spider-Man, but yeah, I'll, I'll actually do a Spider-Man. Just for S's and G's, if you will. So once again, thank you for listening. I have been... Mark D. Uh, I didn't hit that at the top, but I mean, if you've been listening, hi, I'm Mark D, IT guy, dad, and generally bad movie nerd. You're listening to KRXL. No? Because I, I, I said the words, the letters, the call sign, KRXL, but I couldn't come up with a, a catchy name for it, like the big one. You're listening to KRXL, the big one. Maybe, right? Hey, Kip Casper here. No? Queens of the Stone Age? Clone Radio. Yeah, I, 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 that's by far my favorite Queens of the Stone Age album. I actually talked about that on a podcast with a couple of friends called Crafting the Groove that has, uh, has kind of been faded. Um, it's weird communicating, and my life got really crazy with the kid and stuff like that, so... I think I got to start that up again. It's a different uh, podcast from Mark's Movie Collection. Mark's Movie Collection is I literally get albums that I just have sitting around, listen to them again, and talk about them, and kind of get to relive that feeling again. Same deal with this one, where I'm like, hey, I have this thing already. Let me kind of give it a fresh look. Get it a, a fresh cut, if you will. So, there's that. And uh, I am Mark D, IT Guy Dad, and generally bad movie nerd, and generally bad music nerd. And this has been the mid-season update of Mark's movie collection. Uh, Mark's music collection, still on hiatus. I do have a 
banging album to come back on, which is my favorite album of 2018. But I got to figure that out. Um, I also should pre-order it. I don't think that I pre-ordered it, but finances being how they are right now might be tough. Um, but I'm going to buy it regardless. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to jump the gun and I'm going to do that album on the podcast. And then I got to sort out some type of order or just, just pick a few different ones. I also need a force gauge for my turntable stylus. I do have a replacement stylus. Uh, not that it was sounding terrible, but you know, I always get to freshen things up and make sure the force on it is correct because if you have too much force, you can actually harm your records. So, you know, there's the, the part of that, the, the gear part of that, that exists. But yeah, you can tweet at me at coolmarkd, cool with a C and mark with a K. And that is, uh, you know, tell me what you think of the movies. Tell me what you think, what, what your point of view is even. I would love to just have more discussions about these movies. So go ahead and tweet at me. I'm not going to just out of hand dismiss your tweet unless it's bad. Uh, but like legitimately bad, like not a real point of view. So, you know, I'd love to have a discussion. Uh, and there are definitely different interpretations of a lot of things. I saw Bird Box, and I've heard many different interpretations of it. I've heard people that were like, this movie's great. I did not agree. I felt that it was a clunkier, shakier version of A Quiet Place, but I also felt that it was potentially a Stephen King-length book cut down to size with the jumping backwards and forwards and things like that. And when you cut those things down to size, they don't work. And I know this because I've seen a lot of Stephen King adaptations. And I would say that Haunting at Hill House is probably the best version of what a Stephen King book could be, which is a 10-episode limited series or, or 13 or however many it was. Because there's just so much texture and, and things in there. And you need to have some of the mystery, but not like Lost, where there's 22 episodes a season and fuck you smoke monster and number stations like whatever so i have a lot of feelings on a lot of things and i'll i'll get to them as as time goes on i'm not gonna drown my loyal listener base with them right now in fact this episode might sound like crap because i'm hearing a lot of echo in this room if so i apologize and i'll try to i'll try to work it out but thank you for listening